Welcome to the River Life Podcast. As you listen, we pray that you will encounter Jesus and allow His words to wash you anew. May He reveal more of who He is to your heart. Here's the message for this week. So today we will do a Thanksgiving message rather than the, the regular sermon. Thank you, Mac. I know uh, some of you are struggling with Thanksgiving because of the colour of the T-shirt. I, I've heard a lot of feedback from um, some, a certain segment in our church that they prefer blue. And so today, uh, thank you for being thanksgiving, uh, th- thankful in wearing a colour, not your preferred colour, but you're still here. Praise God. Amen. <laughs> and also... Hello to all the children who are here. Children. (laughs) Welcome, children. Our prayer in 2023 was the river flowing outwards. And our prayer was wherever the river flows, everything will live. And in Singapore, this is so important to pray this way because we often hope for so little we despise small beginnings and we give up before it even starts. And the Holy Spirit actually brings overwhelming, abundant life and healing wherever He goes. You know, that which is dry and is wrong feels very strong in our lives. The good in our lives always feels like a, like a little trickle that's eaten up alive in a cruel world. Very often it feels like that. But the tiny trickle that flows from Christ becomes a mighty river. And wherever the river flows, everything will live. So today, we're going to experience um, Thanksgiving. I want to share with you the new life that River Life experienced in 2023. Because wherever the river flows, everything will live. And that tiny trickle from Christ becomes a mighty river. The first, the first Thanksgiving area is the awakening that we experienced in 2023. Well, the spiritual atmosphere at River Life changed this year, and God's presence was evident in our church. In January this year, we anointed the elders, the pastors, and the staff in the first two weeks of January. And then in Pentecost, in May this year, we had the Isaiah 62 fast, another organization had it in our church. Here, and for four hours that night, we prayed on Pentecost Sunday. And of course, before that, we anointed all of you with oil as well. All the elders and pastors anointed every river lifer with oil in youth service on Saturday and Sunday with oil. Then that Sunday night, we prayed here with that other ministry, And they gave us a word for river life that we are a spiritual portal to heaven, a doorway to heaven. And another word that came that night was that we are a resting place for the Holy Spirit. In many churches, in many households, in many cell groups, the Holy Spirit may visit, but river life, prayerfully and by faith, is a place where the Holy Spirit rests. And that night as well, when When Diana and I were here praying with the whole group, they told Diana and I, you know, you're the mother and father of this house. And and so all these words were spoken to us. So the atmosphere in this house changed in 2023. 
The 21 days was a milestone. We didn't plan 21 days in our annual planning for this year, but it was a divine interruption. God interrupted our plans. And those who were part of 21 days were awakened spiritually. Today we heard the testimonies and my own household was awakened spiritually. And I could see in my own household people began feasting instead of social media on scriptures. And we were all hungry together in our household. Dinah and I have never gone 21 nights for prayer meeting ever in our whole lives. But this year we went every night to prayer meetings. And our children told us, we'll join you alternate nights. First 21, it's not sustainable. And I understand what they meant. But after they came on the first two or three nights, the children came every night with us for 21, um, the remaining of the nights as well. So there was an awakening in our church, in ourselves and in our households. And we could hear testimonies across the church that God surfaced many things in our lives that we were not paying attention to since surfaced in our lives. And people went for confession, deliverance, and all these things, and lukewarm lives were awakened in our church. Many cell groups that were on the verge of closing down, stuttering away, began awakening as well. And many of your children who were away came back to the Lord. The river brought life to the dead. And God's presence came down this year. The atmosphere shifted in our services, in our prayer meetings, in our households, and in our cell groups. And we were spiritually awakened. So that's the first thing that happened this year. And we want to thank God for that. You heard the stories uh, earlier on already. The second thing that happened to this year was this whole aspect of oneness. It started in March for us as after two years of pandemic, then last year was the first year of the pandemic. This year, our leaders and our staff had, had like revenge retreats. So in March, we had so many retreats. And then so the leaders and staff felt that we were very disconnected. So I wanted to highlight the marriage retreat for, for, for one, that marriages were brought to life, as you heard earlier on as well, this year. We had one in March, one in November. And the other thing, in June, in June, for the first time in our church, our parents joined our youth, our mega life camp, for the first time in our church history of 32 years. It was a bit awkward at first. You see these pictures. It was in this auditorium, we were here. The kids they don't raise their hands because all the parents were stalking them. Like, oh, that's my son raising his hands and kneeling down. So all the, the parents who were here, you, you realize it was awkward at first. Parents here, teenagers, being awkward. For the first time, they were worshipping together. And over time, there was the worship, there was the preaching, then there was the altar call. When the parents went to pray for their teens, then, then there, was, there was a lot of confession, apologies, saying sorry. And then there was a lot of crying as well. So we saw all this oneness in our church this year. And then back to 21 days. 21 days brought us together. The elders um, and some pastors, some staff told me that they have never felt in 32 years this level of unity in our church until these 21 days. 
So not only it brought an awakening, it brought a oneness as well. That was not felt. And those who joined those nights, you were there. And not only you felt God's presence, the manifest presence, you felt the oneness as well. And it, it was the oneness, it was the hunger, it was the prayerfulness that attracted the presence of God actually. And those who were there felt strangely warmed and transformed in the midst of God. And for the first time, our elders and our staff fasted at a staff retreat. You know, retreats are always when we eat the most. And so this year, at our staff retreat in JB, it happened to be in the middle of the 21 days. So we went to JB, and all the shopkeepers thought River Life Church is back again. And this year, we're going to have a bonus this year because we can eat so much. But this year, we were fasting. And for the first time, we were hungry together. I remember some of the elders, some of the pastors and staff, at about 4 p.m., when we were fasting, they began having visions. Saying, God is asking me to eat. <laughs> and some of them reached out for the things, and, and we told them, it's not God, it's your hunger pangs. <laughs> but for the first time, we were so united in fasting, in, hung, in being hungry for Jesus, in feasting on His presence. And it's brought us together. And also, I'm going to share a photo with you of the staff retreat. Our elders, our pastors, our staff are learning to practice authenticity. And this grows so that we were crying together and, and just confessing, talking to each other, heart-to-heart conversations. And we are learning how to have difficult conversations together. And personally, I am learning to open up my emotions. As a young leader, and as a young pastor, I grew up under uh, older leaders who were stoic in their leadership, who taught me to hide, to pretend. So I'm learning to open up, and our younger preachers are already practicing this, to be genuine, to be authentic. And as we walk in authenticity, the Lord's going to bring a new level of oneness. So I thank God for this revival of oneness. Not only awakening, but revival of oneness and unity in our church here. So the river is restoring us spiritually and the river is restoring us relationally. And we are feeling this relational health in all levels in all contexts that are growing in our church. And, and the third thing this year that I want to thank God for are small beginnings. We, we tend to, those that is dry and wrong feel so strong. And we tend to despise small, humble beginnings. But this year, we saw a lot of small beginnings. We, we saw trickles of the river. And when it comes from Christ, it becomes a mighty stream. And this year, we commissioned two new pastors. And this year, our, our kindergarten, our River Life 
kindergarten achieved the SPARP certification, which is a very big thing you see it across the campus, our children's ministry this year is also shifting from just Bible stories to discipling our kids in biblical worldview. This is not done usually in Singapore or around the world, but we are shifting. And this is a, a small beginning in our children's ministry, and we're going to move in all ministries as well, in biblical worldview. And also in our church, uh, we're seeing after two years of COVID, the pandemic, one year, last year, where we crank up the engine, this year, second after COVID, we're seeing relational evangelism and mission initiatives going back almost to full stream. Full stream. Almost. And we are also witnessing the first fruits of our community outreach and personal evangelism. Last year, as we go out to the community, we saw salvations from the community. And this year, we are seeing those salvations getting baptized this year. So we see the first fruits already. And in 2023, in the second year, this year, post-COVID, if you count COVID as two years, 2020-2021 and 2022 as the first year post-COVID. This year is the second year after COVID. Some of you have asked me, especially the older ones in River Life Church, how can we say God revived our church, yet our numbers are less than the pre-COVID days? And because in the pre-COVID days, in the church growth era, we are numbers-focused, Right? So the more numbers we have, the more successful we are, right? So I wanted to share a perspective with you so that we're all on the same page, even the younger ones as well. We started pre-COVID with 1,300 people in two services, in the two EA services. They means 1,300 people pre-COVID. For those of us who are numbers-oriented or in the church growth era, uh, stuck in that era. We started 2019 with 1,300 people in two services. Last year, in the first year after COVID, we had 660 people who came back. That's about half. And we collapsed the second service last year, as you remember. This year, the second year after COVID, we have regularly 707 70 people. So uh, an increase more than last year. They've come back from pre-COVID. And on top of the 770 people who are here in person, like, like all of you here, there are 440 people who are watching live stream, like, like those of you at home now, in, right now. And 800 who watch the services on Monday to other days. So in total, we have a larger uh, kind of reach than before covid but if you count physical attendance, yes, it's, it's less than before. In terms of cell group attendance, pre-COVID, we had 900 people in cell groups. Today, we have over 1,000 people in cell groups. So that's increased from pre-COVID. In fact, in COVID, we had record numbers, but then it dropped again after, pre, uh, uh, after COVID was over. And qualitatively, it's important that we look at uh, quantity and quality as well. So as a church, in the EA congregation, we are planning the ministry 
in terms of early adulthood, middle adulthood, and later adulthood. So we have the young adult ministry, the adult ministry, and then the Caleb ministry. So in terms of the young adult ministry, this year we began our mid-sized zonal gatherings. And so last year the, the camps began, but this year began the gatherings. And, and some of you have noted that your young adult children that fell away have come back. And so there's a focus here on this. And so we have some photos on the screen there as well. In terms of the middle adulthood, uh, was mentioned earlier on about the marriage retreats. And we also, I think Pastor Ernie mentioned about the parents gathering as well. And so for those who are singles, we're starting with those who are married. But we've not forgotten the singles in our, in our church as well. And for those who are in a later adulthood, Caleb gatherings have also started. Now, early on just now, when Pastor Ernie made announcements, seniors, 55, there was a murmuring, oh. So I think he meant young seniors at 55. So I'm included in that category as well. So qualitatively, focusing on early adulthood, middle adulthood, and later adulthood as well. So we thank God that after a two-year pandemic, that the Lord is uh, beginning this small trickle, and we're going to figure out how we're going to continue to reach out and, and reach those who are, who are still watching online, and bring back those who have been um, like straying people. So besides the revival in that aspect, there, there was also this year a revival of generosity. And we thank God for the, this, this stream that we're seeing as well. And this year, if you, if you notice, we have, we were toying, do we bring back the offering bags? Because this year, the projected deficit for 2023 for River Life Church overall, not just EA, was 660k deficit this year, including depreciation for those of you who get that, what that means. So that, that, was, that was how we started the year. So we should bring back offering backs because there's a deficit this year. But the elders, the pastors, the staff, we are praying, trusting the Lord to provide and not to alarm the people. And so, so we began trusting the Lord. In fact, we had this deficit of 660K this year projected, including depreciation. This year, we decided that we're going to give an ang pao to our mother church. Now, River Life Church is this year 32 years old. And we thought that we want to show appreciation to our parent church, Bali Christian Church. And they gave us this land, and 123 adults that came over, 70 over kids that came, came over, and, and Bartley has a huge ongoing missions program. Huge. Every year. And this year they began enlarging on the ex building enlargement program. So this year, we said by faith, we're going to give them half a million dollars to our parent church. As a gratitude, that we're going to give an ang pao as an adult child to our parent. By faith. One week after that decision, just one week. We never even drafted a check yet. A check came in from the will of a lady who passed away from a nursing home in Pasiris. And she willed her inheritance to River Life Church for $344,000. And 
Let's give the Lord a bigger hand than that. <laughs> As we say, wow, operating by faith. And that we are most like God when we are generous. The Lord is, has a big heart. And, and we know that um, the miserly spirit is a miserable spirit. And uh, so right now, our team tells us that our budget deficit for this year, projected plus depreciation, now stands at about $15,000. <laughs> so we thank God. I want to thank all of you for giving faithfully. And we, we don't have any more offering bags. And we didn't stress you out with, with that, that 660 deficit at the start of the year. Just trusting the Lord. And I want, I want to thank God for all of you for being generous. And I know that many of you also gave your first fruits offering. That means when you start a new job, you gave your entire first month's salary to the Lord as well. So I want to thank God for all of you for being generous. And for those of you who forgot to tithe some months of this year, you still have time this to today. <laughs> so we thank God that um, this year in 2023 was a packed year. It was not always easy. And the Lord kept us from not from giving up. The Lord kept us from, from giving up. He turned, he, in 2023, the Lord just came down. He opened heaven, he came down. He turned our hearts to each other. And he taught us don't despise small beginnings. So what is the river doing in your life, personally, in 2023? Because often we hope for so little, we despise humble beginnings, and we give up before it even starts. And the Holy Spirit brings overwhelming, abundant life wherever He goes. The dry and the, the wrong it always feels so strong. But this small trickle that's from Christ becomes a mighty river. And wherever the river flows, there is, some may say life. Life. I'm going to pray for you would you close your eyes and bow your heads? Father, I pray for every single person that's, that's here in person and that's here tuning in on the live stream and those who will watch after this morning on the recorded sessions. Father, I pray for your river to flow stronger and stronger in our lives. I pray, Lord, that there be a, a river of thanksgiving and joy in our lives. Praise. Because remembering leads to thanksgiving and praise. And praise and thanksgiving leads to faith. 
faith that you are good and faith for the coming ministry year. Father, I pray for those uh, who are here today and who have who are far away from you. I pray that as we celebrate the Holy Communion in a moment's time, the Lord, you will revive us and bring awakening in our lives and speak to us, O God. I pray for those here in the worship centre who are not followers of Jesus yet. I pray, Lord, that today you are stirring hearts. Your presence, your river is flowing and you're drawing us to your heart. And I pray, Lord, that every single person here that is not follower of Jesus yet will put their trust in you today, turning away from sin and join us in the Holy Communion in a while in a moment's time. Thank you, Lord, for your river, the soaring outwards, for the awakenings across the, the house, the church, for the revival of oneness, and for all the humble and little and small beginnings across this house, across this church, in our lives, Lord. Lord, that this little trickle because you are the source it's going to be a mighty river in Jesus name Amen Amen Thank you for listening to the River Life Podcast We hope that you've encountered Jesus through the word If you'd like to connect with community or find out more about River Life Church Find us on Facebook, Instagram or head on over to riverlife.org.sg God bless and have a great week ahead.